0: Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your host, Chris Schubert, here floating around producing this thing. We're from the Draft Network and we're brought to you by Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting needs. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. They feature live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. There's every sport. So head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just be sure to use our promo code believe that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's BetOnline, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, a very happy Annoy Squidward Day to you. SpongeBob. They have a day for that? That feels like just every episode. <laughs> well, um, this was the day... Uh, on the show SpongeBob, the it was the Employee of the Month episode where, um, employee
2: of the month yeah he became employee Squidward
0: became so annoyed at SpongeBob that he announced it is Annoy Squidward Day, and so that was mm. a, an episode that aired on February fifteenth, and so now every February fifteenth we we acknowledge this.
2: Let's let's go somewhere else with SpongeBob. Okay. Favorite character on SpongeBob.
1: Oh boy.
2: Joe, you have to have an answer. You have to have an answer, even if you don't want you say, just just say Patrick Star. It's on brand say for you, Bob,
1: I'm going to be upset, but
2: it, Joe's favorite character should be Patrick Star.
1: I know who I know who mine is, because as a kid, I didn't resonate with this character, but as I've grown older, I now understand Squidward. I know Plankton. <laughs> I I I, I, I totally get like Plankton it. now, man. I I just get him. I just understand. Guy just wants to be seen, you know? Guy right. just wants to be accepted. I mean, Mr. Up Krabs. up here looking at really
2: the little... IMDB looking yeah. for, yeah, for Mr. character names.
0: <laughs> um, I like really yeah, good. Mr. Krabs. Money. Uh, uh, I like money. Uh, Gary, that's, you know. that's snail. Uh, Larry the Lobster, really good character. That's the bodybuilder, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. What's the, um? Uh, what's Mrs. one Bob's dad's name? Because that feels like Joe.
2: Who's this? SpongeBob's dad?
1: Yeah. Uh, Mr. SpongeBob. No, that's not... it would be <laughs> Mr. SquarePants. But thanks, thanks Joe. <laughs> really No, because he's got a first name. Hold on here. SpongeBob's dad. Oh, of course. It's Harold. Ha- Harold. Harold. Well, of, course. Harold <laughs> of, of, of course. You know what? what? Look at this guy. I've we never saw him before. We kind of have a Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy shtick going on in the show sometimes. With what? Well, it, like Mermaid Man constantly like makes mistakes and Barnacle Boy no, yeah, Mermaid Man constantly forgets things and Barnacle Boy is just kind of like the instigator in some ways. I feel right. like that's us sometimes.
2: Okay. Do you have a favorite SpongeBob moment?
1: I have a favorite
0: Not SpongeBob. Sure I've episode. seen an episode
2: Come on, Joe. Like, you would what like a, that more a, than Rick and Morty. We'll we'll try that 100%. next time we're together. One hundred percent. We'll try. We'll try SpongeBob. Bob. I don't think this um, is something. I should
0: what, be picking up at age thirty-six? You know, What's,
2: your no, daughter's going to watch it eventually. Think so? Yeah. Stop. Okay. Maybe. What do we
1: think the highest? What do we think the highest-rated SpongeBob episode is on IMDb? Oh, jeez.
2: Uh, from a
1: number or the actual episode?
2: Because this is not a Joe question either way. But so SpongeBob's a, mother, mother is a cookie.
1: Perspective.
0: His dad is a potato, and she's a cookie.
2: I was unaware of this.
0: I, I didn't know this either. I mean, just looking at the pictures of them that I've now googled here.
2: Well, usually they're sea they're sea creatures. So, is are, are you sure that he's <laughs> something
0: like that's a not a potato? A to me, look him up. I'll tell you, you're the SpongeBob guy. You should have seen these guys.
1: Um, okay, here's the uh, here's the top rated. Wow, that's tough. I did not think that was going to be my can, my top rated episode. Is number seven on the list, tied can, for can, number six.
2: Can I give you just a couple episodes and you tell me if they they pop up in the hierarchy? Sure. It's going to be tough for me to remember when but they I'll try. when they have to paint Mister Krabs's house. That's number two. It's
1: number oh. Five. That's Let number eight. two. It's Let's number go. Two. <laughs> Let's go. Um When they're they're looking, because he says, "Don't get anything on the floor," and they're like very carefully, and the one little drip hits the floor, and then they realize that the the paint's like removable.
2: Yeah, you you can lick it off. Um, The driver's ed class where SpongeBob takes driver's ed with Mrs. Puff, and he has to learn to use the big toe.
1: Uh, That's you're talking about the one where he cheats, right? Yes. Yes. I don't see that
2: one. Okay, how about when? The name of it. What? How about when SpongeBob goes into Sandy's enclosure with the pitcher of water and acts like an above-ground oh, creature one the older and ones. dries out?
1: Yeah, I that that one doesn't look like it's on there either. High up, not in the top ten. No.
2: How about when they're looking for? Um, I forget what they were doing, but like the perpetrator, and it was SpongeBob.
1: SpongeBob meets the, the the strangler. Uh no, that's yes, that's number fourteen. I know the one you're talking 14? about. That's um that's fourteenth on the list, but I don't think
2: That's the wee woo wee. That's the wee woo wee woo wee woo. We're Patrick.
1: But SpongeBob, I'm in the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the, I think that's the, all the ones I have. The number one episode is Band Geeks, where they're in the band. Oh, is that where they do? Mayonnaise and instruments. Yes. Yes, no, Patrick. Mayonnaise, horseradish isn't an instrument either.
2: What about uh, Kevin? Hi, Kevin.
1: Hi, Kevin. I don't see that one on there. Damn, uh, my, man. My, my, my favorite one, which is Rock Bottom, when he takes the bus down to the, the Rock yes! Bottom.
2: Yes, yes. They're waiting. That's they're standing at number... the bus stop, waiting on the bus.
1: And, and he's and he's pushing the the chocolate bar, and that like it makes the bus move. That's number seven. Yes, Joe is Joe – is, Oh, All right, I,
2: I got, I got one more. I got one more. I got more. When he goes jellyfishing.
1: when he goes jellyfishing, Okay, I like in in the jelly field. Jelly. And, uh, that's twenty one. That's okay. One on the okay. list. Jelly I, jelly I
2: got two so, top twenty one episodes in so, in my own. Some
1: other big ones. The pizza delivery. Christy crab pizza. Number pizza ten is
2: know. the pizza. What about F is for friends who do stuff fun. together? Q yeah, is, is for you is...
1: and me. Where was fun? I saw fun. Hold on.
2: It, it Planted it just like F is for fire that burns down the whole town. Used for uranium. 29.
1: Twenty nine. 29 <laughs> on the list.
2: God, we're dumb. Okay, so anybody who's listening, uh, it's about the eight minute mark that we start. Yeah, after the talk intro day. and everything, it's yeah, probably yeah, a little we'll north of about the eight, eight minute, minute mark. And Joe's oh, been quiet for about shift? five minutes now. The, oh, with the, the, the graveyard ghost?
1: shift. With the ghost, the hashing slasher, with the light switch. That's what was five. the What
2: was the pirate's name on the part on the ghost ship?
1: The Flying Dutchman, right?
2: Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course.
1: Oh, the, where's the one with the, where they play where they're digging for the buried treasure? But it's just a board game map. <laughs> Mister Krabs takes the board game map, and he makes it, another good one.
2: Joe, you have to watch this show. I
1: didn't expect this from Chris.
0: I thought I this shows excellent Chris and I are on the I same wavelength a, with uh, with with
2: entertainment I, much more Chris's than you.
0: Chris's identity was rooted in SpongeBob. This was an unexpected plot
2: twist. Well here. remember remember he's like 5 6 years younger than us. So like I was a little old when SpongeBob first started becoming a thing. That was like when we were watching Rugrats, Chris was watching SpongeBob. It's
0: true. It's true. I wish I would have said happy Canada's agriculture day to you. Dude.
2: Well, you <laughs> didn't. And, and you've created a 10-minute <laughs> vortex. National gumdrop at, t- <laughs> at the top of the show.
1: Apologies, everybody in advance. Yeah. Uh, the TV I, I, 100 drop.
2: Apologize. Apologize.
0: I'm not going to.
1: So quit asking. Uh,
2: if, you, if you don't like it, you can hang up. Come back, see us again tomorrow. I don't apologize for anything.
1: So the TD and one, the latest TD 100 dropped the post senior bowl edition, the February edition of the TD 100. And I have a good launching point for us that I'd like to ask the two gentlemen here. This is my sec, my second full draft cycle with you guys going through the entire process. And I would love to know how you properly contextualize and properly weight and value and put together what you saw at the senior bowl. Because there are players who obviously are not eligible to go to the senior bowl. They're still good players. You still want to weight them accordingly. You don't want to have a recency bias for what you saw at the senior bowl. So how do you approach, Hey, I know I got to move these guys up or I know I got to move this guy down because of what I saw, but how do you not overdo it in one way or the other?
0: I think by nature, the way that we attack the scouting process with it being regional and then we get to cross checks with the, uh, cross checks coming after the senior bowl and really after the combine, it's an opportunity for us to gain a really good exposure to players that we've heard about. Um, we've had people that we trust, tell us all about them. There's been good scouting reports written on the players, but it's your first opportunity to really get your eyes on them through that lens and kind of piece it together. And so for the players that are not in my region, which are most of them, um, I find it very valuable in helping me, establish my baseline for those players, for the players in my own region. It's certainly uh, a confirmation tool where if I see the things that I saw on tape and what I wrote up, I like lock them in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You feel like, you know, the player, if you see things that are contrary to that, it's time to ask yourself questions and maybe go back to the tape and reconsider, which happened for a handful of guys uh, for me this year, in both good and bad directions. So um, it's just a really important exposure and, and opportunity to see, 120 of the best players in the country on the same field uh, doing actual football things and um, helps me stack the board. It it really does. But yeah, I think it's, it's finding discrepancies between what the tape told you and what you saw during the week of practice and during the game.
2: I agree with Joe. Uh, Everything, just about everything about this process is an exact science. And the more you do it, the more you find your own identity within it and what's comfortable for you and so on and so forth. So the the big movers for me were, as Joe said, guys who are not in my region that I had not watched other than passively or in passing in watching other players peripherally, uh, and and then getting a chance to see them in an intimate, up-close setting. We were on the field for all three days of practice. We were on the field for the game. So we were about as close to these players in a game and live football setting as you can possibly be. The ones that for me most moved the needle were the ones who I had not watched. Joe, I guess my next question as this conversation evolves is it it kind of falls in line with what Chris was asking about the ever-evolving opinions of players and, and how fluid this process is until you get to Probably a month from now to a month and a half from now is where things really start to get concrete. How many players, and I don't know if you have this information available, but I, I would hope your sheet that you have for your own balloting would allow you to pull this information up. How many players in your top 32 were not ranked when you did your first ballot back in September?
0: How many players that are currently in my top 32? We're not in there
2: for the first TD 100 ballot that we did in September.
0: I don't, I don't have an easy way to give you that. answer. Oh, you don't do it that way. I have, I have them all logged, but they're all in separate sheets. It's not like that. So that let me,
2: maybe this is, maybe this is something that you'd be interested in. Maybe it's something that you're not, but if it's not something that you're interested in, hopefully it's something that somebody who's listening to this podcast would be interested in. I have a sheet, right? One through 100. Then I have uh, the name, the position, the school, and then every month gets a column. And I add a new column between the players and the previous month's rankings every time I do an update. And I update it that way with the filters so that I can go back and then filter one through 100 in September, October, November, December, January, February. And that allows me to have a good starting place to update my rankings but then it keeps it all on one sheet and maybe you don't like it that way because you don't want the influence of the previous month. So this can be a good process discussion for if you've done it that way for a certain reason or not. But that's how I do it because I like to get that visualization of the evolution of what my rankings look like month to month in the same sheet where I can see what the rankings look like.
0: I can tell you that in – I do have that data for the TDN staff. And I know that of our current top 32 players, 12 of them were not on the The original original August board. So that I do have it for the whole team.
2: Two, three, four, five. For me, it's five. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Not in the top 100 at all.
0: Oh, I, I thought 32 in the top 32.
2: No, no. Okay, I mean, in yeah, general. Yeah, no. Oh, for the total. staff,
0: it's one, two, three. It's, it's, it's four.
2: Four. Okay, yeah, so I have one more up. than the consensus of the staff then. And the five for me were Devin Witherspoon, Illinois.
0: Same for the staff.
2: Luke Musgrave, Same tight end, Oregon State.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Lucas Van Ness. I can't imagine the staff had that one nailed down.
0: Nope he's he's one of them.
2: Uh, Keon White was 29 for me in my recent update. He was 101. That's the floor uh, for this one, aka Sam. not ranked. Yeah. Uh, and then Drew Sanders was 31 for me. I don't think he qualified as top 32 in the.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't
2: think we had him ranked either because he was a transfer from Alabama. That's what's most fun to me, to see what names spring up throughout the process. And then if you extend it to top 40, then I got Tuli Tupulotu, Jalen Hyatt, and D.J. Turner as players that were not ranked on my initial ballot in September as well. So eight of my top 40, which I'm not a math guy, but that's one out of every five players, I think. Is that right?
1: Draft dudes do math.
2: That was me, by the way. Where do we want to go from here?
0: Well, I I want to lean into kind of Chris's point about the senior bowl and its influence on
2: make me feel like a
0: player movement. No, 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 I I liked what you did there, but I, I, I think that when you consider the biggest risers on this iteration of the TDN 100, four of them are senior bowl guys. And it's Luke Musgrave, Keon White, edge from Georgia Tech, Luke Musgrave, tight Mm -hmm. end, Oregon State. Matthew Bergeron, offensive tackle, Syracuse, Julius Brent's cornerback, Kansas state, four of the top five, the fifth one being Joe Titman, the center from Wisconsin were our biggest risers of the, of the five biggest risers guys that you can, you can think about their time at the senior bowl and foiling it against, um, what we knew about them beforehand and, and getting val- validation to the measurements. Like all of those guys came in with great size, um, all of them, Bergeron, Brents, White, Musgrave. And you could realize that getting that official measurement, seeing the skill set up close and personal, and then foiling it against the tape led to those guys being among the biggest risers or the biggest risers, excuse me, in our latest iteration of the TDM 100.
2: Well, case in point for me personally, uh, the top four, Luke Musgrave, Keanu Benton, Sidney Brown, and Will McDonald.
0: Yeah, there you go. On
2: well, my personal ballot risers. We're also I all guess, senior bowl participants.
0: Yeah, Sydney Brown and Will McDonald for me as well too. I mean, McDonald's a player that I just, I wasn't super familiar with. I knew he had production, but it's kind of a lean big 12 pass rusher. Didn't move the needle uh, when you just kind of take that elevator pitch, but seeing him in person, I, I like his body composition for his listed or his measured size, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also showing some power that I can believe in and showing some movement skills in space that leads me to believe that there's a lot of different things that he can do to help a defense. So Yes. Yeah, that's that's all really good stuff and you know the measurements are big man. We we talk about this all the time where if there's not a lot of guys at that size doing it in the NFL, don't don't sit here and cling to this one being the exception. Maybe he will be, but in this journey of risk assessment, align yourself with likely outcomes. And I think that getting hard measurements is a big part of the of the process.
2: On the other side of that coin, I know I did this for Two Truths and a Lie last week, but um, my three biggest fallers were also uh, Senior Bowl participants in, in Isaiah Foskey, Chase Brown, and Rasheed Rice. Uh, and then Derek Hall was also amongst the top five fallers for me from last month to this month as far as performers who, uh, in their final football setting, in a setting that kind of everybody was dealing with equal variables, uh, and as as equal footing as you can, eliminating um, level of competition and fields you're playing on. Since that was a big thing with the Super Bowl this past week, so on and so forth. Um, th- those guys were players who I thought had big opportunities. You had high expectations for that, did not necessarily hit them. Chris, you look very confused. Wee oh. woo. Oh, this is fun. This we is will? we're Don't this is Tuesday. Is. This is Tuesday afternoon. We're... No clue what's happening.
1: Yeah, we're recording this show on Tuesday for Wednesday. Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show. The Darkness wow. Retreat has what a color start was he wearing? What's going on here? I was, I was told, I was told that we were this would have what been day three today. No, I know he's not, No, he hasn't gone in yet. Yeah, but he what color he, is he wearing I, I, before he, he goes into, into the darkness, darkness Retreat yet? Retreat. You know, that's a great question. I just see a tweet that he just said that his Darkness Retreat starts at the end of the week. I don't know what color he's wearing. If I
0: were going into a darkness probably, retreat, I probably wouldn't tell anybody do this. I yeah. probably just do
2: it. But that, that I mean, thats the point. You would just that's do the it. point is, right, just...
0: att-
1: right? That's the bit. That's the bit.
2: Rodgers- what, what's yeah. that country? I want to talk about me, right? Like what? I want
0: to talk about number one. It, about it, me, all right, he's, we- neutral. he's
2: neutral. wearing neutral. He's
1: wearing a gray shirt. He's wearing a gray shirt on a on strategic. a very, on a white gray wall, and his hair. And his hair is messy, so I don't know what we're going to read into this. But I guess I guess I I feel oh, like that's the second he time he reports lied to you this week. And...
2: interesting. This the Vic Fangio signed a two year two feel, week contract feel, with I Eagles. Feel, I
1: feel I feel hurt.
2: Bullshit. I feel oh, hurt. I I slap that e tag okay. on there, baby.
0: Wow, you hate the, you hate for that to be the reason why though, you know.
1: That's true. It is true. Ooh, Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you guys talking about the TDM. Well, oh,
0: it's, it's national uh, noise <laughs> Quiver <Squidward laughs> day, so I think it's appropriate to know I you, know your coworkers right there.
1: Really. pop. That's how he talks.
2: He plays the clarinet.
1: It's it's ba- it's baffling to me that you've never seen a second of this show. He plays the clarinet. Yeah. In the yeah water. He plays the clarinet. Correct. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> we got him now. He's interested now.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I think yeah. I should have always thought it was ridiculous that they talked in the water, but I could accept. And he that lives. For shark he lives in like a I big like a pineapple coral oh, sponge spongebob. No, 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 SpongeBob. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure, like a coral or you know, you know bikini bottom. Right, that's where he lives in there, and it's pineapple. Yep, yeah, right. Yeah, I've Population seen this. I'm familiar. Bottom, yeah. There's enough memes out there for me to piece it together.
2: Yeah, so he lives in like a coral version of like the Stonehenge heads. Yeah. Is Squidward's house.
0: Okay. Well, plays can, you, can you compare Squidward to a 2023 NFL draft prospect? It's, oh, is there right, one that makes sense? A is big there curmudgeon from the TD 100. A curmudgeon a big, would be the. Big
1: curmudgeon. Uh, oh, I don't wow. want to do this to any of the players. I don't want to. Well, do
0: who's, this. who's the revered character. Is anybody, are these characters likable. Who did you guys say your favorite character was? You said it couldn't be SpongeBob, which is weird. Cause it's. I, I,
2: I'm oddly obli- contractually obligated to say Mr. Krabs.
0: Okay, who's give me a right, comp, that's, give me a Spongebob yeah. character comp the world is your oyster. Pick one.
2: World is your oyster, he says, talking about SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, you knew what he was doing there. <laughs> Are there oysters in there? Uh no, I don't think so,
1: but Well well hold on, hold on, because doesn't does Pearl does Pearl live in like a clamshell? She does. <laughs> right. She does. So that- he lives in a clan shell. Yeah. Opens up. This show is um, great. Kyle. Or Joe. You should watch
2: I, it. I, I am down the rabbit hole of trying to find a comp for Mr. Krabs. Cody Motch? <laughs> red. Think that's a little unfair. To color me. red. <laughs> the, build's, the build is right. similar. I
0: feel like you're forcing this.
2: I am yeah, forcing it because you asked me to come up with a count for Mr. Krabs I'm
0: creative and thinking on your feet with aligning your favorite. television. I'm sitting here looking at my TDM 100 and nothing's
2: be... just popping off at me.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. I'm not, don't have to force
2: it,
1: man. Sorry. I didn't mean to derail with the darkness retreat. I feel like this is all my fault.
0: It is. It, it is. So we it we're is. talking about TDM 100. We were on track. Here we are. Hey,
2: Joe, did, did Isaiah McGuire make your top 100?
0: No, he didn't. No.
2: Like I was. That. Chris is laughing like I said that to be a dickhead, but I'm
1: not. It I was. Felt, just, it felt like that was, I was by design. I was, he was uh, needling your friend. No, because he. Hey, Kyle, he, where was
0: Chase Brown on your.
1: Oh, there it is. Here we uh, go. Let's Chase
2: see. Brown, I believe. Okay, stop did. the show.
0: Here we go. In the next 15 minutes <laughs> is going to be this. Battle of the boards breaking out here. No.
2: No, I think Chase Brown did make mine. I'm going to have to control F it. Chase. Not with two A's. Chase, Chase was eighty eighth, but he was seventieth the previous one. Isaiah McGuire
0: made mine ninety third. Nice. I'm trying to see who the highest player that you have ranked that I do not. Oh no! I wish I didn't bring this up.
2: Is it bad for me or bad for you?
0: Uh, you're not. You're going to be mad at me.
2: The highest oh, player. Yeah, no, 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 I know who it is. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Is it? We'll do it the other it, way around. Is, is he?
0: Is he from the?
2: the state that's known for crab cakes.
0: This state is not known for crab cakes. I assure you. Oh, this to be the, one of the places in the world that I would not be interested in having crab cakes in. Okay. Just
2: say it. Just say it.
1: It's, just it's a say state. It. No, no, it's a state. It's a state that ju- is surrounded by land. There's right. no water. There's,
0: there's no, there's famous water in this place. Just but say, it's say it. It's, it's somebody Nukua. from Oklahoma. Oh, Pooka-Nukua. Didn't have them. Sorry. Me or you? I didn't have him. it's the highest oh. player that you had ranked that I didn't have in my top 100 yeah.
2: ballot. The, You're the a real other piece way around for that.
0: Well, it was Deontay Banks.
2: Not... I forgot. I forgot Deontay Banks. Oh, you did? Yes. Kyle, I'm not Sorry. proud about it, and I wanted to adjust it, but it was too late.
0: Oh, boy, there's there's even more of people that he missed. Well, I have I have. Three top 50 players that Kyle didn't rank at all yes I
2: haven't watched Tyler Scott yet I have no gauge on whether or not he's a thing or not you you gave a you very low Tyler Scott is a review. top
1: 50 player 49. Joe does yes he's got him 49. Wow yeah. love that he was in uh, Dane, I think Dane Brugler just released a uh, big board oh, he had he Tyler Scott as a top 50, 44 I think
0: okay so you were wow that's interesting
1: and then Byron Young is the other one
2: Yeah, man, I'm in the Tennessee Byron Young or the no the Alabama 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 Byron Young. Give me the elevator pitch on why he's not like every other gap control low ceiling defensive lineman for Alabama.
0: Sometimes that's Deron Payne. (laughs) I just think (laughs) (laughs) touche. Okay, Okay. like you got me. (laughs) Well played, Joe. Well played. (laughs) The thing about um, Byron that I really like. is yeah, I think there's there's a baseline floor, there's a high floor here that I can appreciate as a as a one tech that I think has some some rush upside. It's not going to be what he's known for, but like I think he's such a high floor player at a position where I I just don't love the other options. So that can elevated you me can in you contrast mind. him to Fiderian
2: Mathis for me?
0: I didn't like Fiderian Mathis. Neither so did I. I. So that's why yeah, I like him a lot more. A lot more. I think he's physically more interesting to me than five math is too.
2: Chris, one thing we have not discussed, Joe has two Cincinnati wide receivers in his top 70. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like Trey Tucker too, man. Did you get Ivan Pace in there, Joe? No, he did not. He, did not. he did not.
0: Back to what I was saying about list. Give me the list of five, 10 linebackers. Oh, London you know, Fletcher and Sam Mills. Well, you know, I'm not going to count on him being the next one of those.
2: I, I'm sitting here trying to find who are the players that I had highly ranked to give you grief that you also did not have ranked. And then I realized – the sheet that I pulled up to cross-reference uh, all of our grades side by side is the same one that you have, and it's listed in order, descending order of your rankings. Right. I so I have to that. keep scrolling down and down sort and down and down you and down. Wish,
0: Kyle. The, it's your you push the buttons. You have the, the world button.
2: is my oyster. Is that what you're yeah, saying?
0: Oysters. That's, yeah. what saying. Okay. Yeah, that's what he's
2: saying. Okay. What he's saying.
0: Good oysters there in the Chesapeake Bay.
2: That's right. Uh, Travis Hodges Tomlinson, you're you're also officially out on no love Bro. for Michael Wilson from Stanford
0: he you These guys me? were close for me what do you mean i'm kidding me i had a
1: great week at the senior bowl
0: okay i mean would he catch like 30 passes in his career i gotta get a little more familiar with his skill set i i stand corrected he caught 134 passes across five seasons <laughs> he had more than 26 catches one time I know and you're talking about NFL quarterback there, and Tanner McKee and Davis Mills. You know, don't tell me you didn't have a quarterback.
2: Okay, I don't have anything else to roast you on, other than Puka Nakua.
0: I gotta watch him. I gotta watch him. What are you doing? The same t- watching the players in my region, and
2: you should watch Puka Nakua instead.
0: I tried to, and then he didn't practice at the senior bowl. behind. yeah, one. you know
2: what? But he was a badass on I the heard, one day that he did practice. heard
0: all about it. And I, as I watched defensive linemen, right? Like, right. I was you were defense- day two, I'm like, I'm going to watch these receivers and corners. And then Puka was, <laughs> Puka uh, Puka in practice, was nowhere to be found. What, uh, Kyle, oh. I know you did an article on. New arrivals to the TD. Yeah, all twelve of them. Any any trends there for these twelve players that are new to the TD? Uh,
2: sixty percent of them were Senior Bowl players. <laughs>
0: are we sure? Are we sure, so, the math checks out there. And
2: it's fifty-eight percent. Oh wow! You rounded up, huh? Yep, I did round up.
1: Draft dudes do math. No quarterbacks.
2: Um, a significant number of interior linemen on both sides of the ball.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, A couple of corners, Tyreek Stevenson made the cut. It's obviously a big riser, uh, a newcomer. Uh, Sidney Brown uh, didn't get enough love from the team. When we did the January update, Uh, he, he was, he was in the bottom, I think bottom 10 for me on the January update. He was one of those players from my region that I saw things that I did not see on tape. And, he got a pretty healthy bump. For he me. said hello He's,
0: to TDN at the at the yes, senior boom, Man, that guy was awesome.
2: Yes, he did. Um, so I think I think it was it was position groups that needed it was the big thing. Like interior defensive line, you can talk about Byron Young, who was a riser this time. I know I know Keith did the regional grade on him and gave him a lukewarm reception at first, and everybody's kind of warmed on him as we've watched more uh Keanu Benton
1: yeah
2: I think showed a lot more versatility uh than than probably what you expected although I think he was always kind of a splendid set of movement skills for his size well no he's a splendid set of movement skills in general uh Kalasha Kansi was a third interior defensive line this was not a senior bowl player but a player that I would imagine and you can correct me if I'm wrong but for you is probably like what Drew Sanders was for me When I first watched Drew Sanders, I'm like, "Eh." and then you watch him more and you get a little bit more comfortable for what he is and you see what the pathway for success is and you buy in a little bit more. Is that a fair assessment of your relationship with Kalijah Kansi in in regional scouting?
0: I think, no, I'm glad you brought up Kalijah Kansi because I think, I still believe he's one of the hardest evaluations in this class, Um, but I think what Allowed me to have a little more confidence in in buying in was conversations that I've had with meaningful evaluators that uh, seem to be willing to buy in a little bit, um, and so that that inspired me at least to cling to the best things about K.C. Um, and have a, a you know more optimism about his path to success in the NFL as a very undersized interior defensive line.
2: So those were the big risers. Some DBs and some IDLs. Now, we didn't need the DBs to rise. But Tajay Spears was on that list. See how the medicals look for him. That's the big question at this point. But I think the IDL group really needed some guys to kind of fill in top 100. And we got, I think, four extra guys now that are in the top 100 than what we did before.
0: Yeah, I me mean, my head spinning about who my whom my um Drew Sanders was, because I know I'm sure I have it.
2: A player <laughs> I've been on a journey
0: with Zay Flowers, I will say that about for the last three years.
2: I was gonna say this has been a multi year oh. saga for you. I know who it Zay.
0: is. It's Matthew Bergeron. It's one hundred percent Matthew Bergeron. Mm. Yeah. He's one of the players that I feel the most different about coming out of summer to the way I feel about him now. I would say that's very fair, but yeah, me and Zay Flowers, we've been on we've been on an adventure together.
2: Ooh, this is fun. Courtesy of of Jamie Eisner from Draft Network, this is a bit of a wee woo. Updated top odds for each of these three veteran quarterbacks' next team, according to BetOnline. Do you want Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, or Derek Carr? I like them all. Which one would you like first?
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> Lamar Jackson.
2: Uh, Falcons plus three hundred.
0: It's the best odds.
2: Best odds. These Jets are... pl- Jets uh, plus three fifty. Excuse me. Raiders yeah, you know, plus four fifty.
0: These are money drivers, right? It's not the best odds. It's the best money drivers for Vegas.
2: And bucks bucks plus sure. five hundred. Those are the four. Like
0: we're not even talking about the Bucks and quarterback, are we? Like that's something we got to start getting into. Not they don't have they be. don't have money for not a
2: veteran quarterback. That's why their salary cap situation is neither sorry do right
0: the now. Saints. But we're talking about Derek Carr there. But but He's we have the great, we have the team.
2: pathway and the track record for the Saints to manufacture outrageous amounts of cap.
0: So we're just going to sit here and think that Kyle Trask is going to be the quarterback of the Bucs next year.
2: Why not Blaine Gabbert? I think Joe's point still stands, regardless. Baker of- Mayfield. <sighs> Yikes! Right, it's not, I don't think it's going to be pretty in Tampa Bay next
0: year. I mean, weather-wise, it should be pretty good. Yeah, it's, 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 a good it's point, solid.
2: Joe. Solid. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. The Raiders are minus three hundred. The favorite.
0: Yeah, because everyone's going to throw their money on it to reunite Devontae Adams with him, and it ain't going to happen. I would love well, it the Jets
2: to are the Jets are plus two hundred. The Bucks are 14 to one, and the 49ers are 16 to one.
0: Is that the petty Aaron Rodgers move we haven't been considering? Him going to the Bucks and then having a better season? Taking
2: Tom's spot and having a better season? That'd be fun. I'd love that. He would not have a better season with Todd Bowles as the continuing head coach, though.
0: Be a new OC. Maybe that's, that's why they're taking so long to pick their OC.
1: It's been a month.
2: Uh, the Panthers are plus 140 for Derek Carr. Chris, I apologize. The Jets are third on the Derek Carr pecking order. Yeah,
1: that sounds about right.
2: Uh, Panthers plus 140. Saints plus 150. Jets plus 300 bucks plus 900.
1: Saw a report yesterday that he is uh, going to explore all options. So this is not just Saints or bust. So feels like it's going to be a lengthy process for Derek.
2: Well, he's going to have a month head start on everybody else regardless. So.
1: Love to love to hear it for him.
0: This is there's yeah, a lot riding on the line here. This is uh, Chris Schubert's new second favorite team,
1: whoever he signs. I'm sure. <laughs> right? Depends. Depends. Because <laughs> there's going to be some pain that he's not on my team. You know. Yeah, but the other alternatives feel like they're NFC teams. Right, but could you? Can we very quickly? I don't want to make this about me, but like the guy that I, I champion. Talk about me. More than any other quarterback in the league is a free agent. My team needs a quarterback, and like it's not going to happen. Like that—that's that—that hurts. Like I think about it a lot. Like, do you know how happy I'd be if Derek Carr was my quarterback? Like it would be the perfect melding of worlds. Has it ever until, happened for until you guys, it didn't
0: somebody? work? Where your team did the thing you wanted them to do at quarterback? It's never happened for me.
1: It did two years ago, number two overall. Look where that got me.
0: You got Josh Rosen, right, Kyle?
1: <laughs> right. I got Rosen that? a year later.
2: Yeah, I wanted the trade for Rosen. I thought it was a no brainer uh, roll of the dice opportunity. Came up snake eyes, but. The alternative was you were going to, what, the 62th pick, sec, 62nd pick actually ended up being like Andy Isabella? Like, okay. Oof. Now, they was could have the drafted 20, DK Metcalf. Was that the Jalen but... Hurts here. No, it was the year after.
0: Okay. okay.
2: No, it was the year before. Excuse year me. Year before, year before, year before.
0: What about Drew Locke? You to- Not a math guy.
2: Sorry. Not a math guy.
0: Kind of math. I
2: don't know. Um, I have one more question, random question for you guys before we wrap up for today.
1: Okay. Yeah, we did. We did what was the Td 100 conversation is kind of derailed here at the end, but that's
2: okay. Well, yeah, we got off the rails. You have to pick one act to be next year's Super Bowl halftime performance, and it's tailored for you.
1: Oh, it's easy. oh. oh ta- who is it? Ta- what do you mean tailored for me? It's, what
2: do you it's mean who you. It's who you would most enjoy doing a halftime.
1: Oh, okay. It's Garth. Yep. It's Garth. It's easy.
2: Who? Easy. Easy. Okay. It's Swift. Wrote, I think this is a great answer that sums up all three of us. So, well done. Chelsea. What's your answer? Mine.
0: Yeah, you're not getting off the hook here.
1: Zed. I don't, I don't hate that, Kyle. I don't hate that. Though.
0: That would be a good halftime show. Yeah. It would, it would be a
1: banger. Just like fun. Zed. Who's Zed? Yeah, who's, yeah you see him? <laughs> hey, Brent, you type it on the, it's with two Ds, Joe. There's two
2: Ds. Yeah, there's two Ds. Z-E-D-Ds. Z-E-D-D. I
0: think his name Z-E-D-D. is Anton Selsvowski. He made every radio
2: hit banger that was even remotely EDM over the last...
0: 10. Years. Oh, he did the middle all the way out. All the way out on this guy. <laughs> it's a bad take. It's a bad
2: From take. the guy who said Garth Brooks. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to let you the like this single
0: this most, you like most successful solo recording act in the history of music. According to who? Billboard Garth Brooks is the, it's, it's not, I'm, I'm saying, is that
2: domestic or, or worldwide?
0: Oh, I bet it is. I don't know about that. Oh yeah.
2: We see now do, he maybe, backed out real worldwide, quick.
1: There. Worldwide. We could do Mr. Worldwide. We could do Pitbull. 305. That'd be pretty good.
2: Yeah. what? Uh, I don't know about pretty good, but
1: how many, Pitbull, how many
2: Pitbull songs can you name off the top of your head?
1: How many Pitbull songs can I name off the top of my head? Best I don't think I can
2: name any. Man, this is this is not a good start.
0: He's ahead of Elvis. So he's he's number two all time in domestic album sales. Behind the okay, Beatles so and start. ahead of Elvis.
1: Ahead of the Beatles, so, the most overrated band of all time. Great, Yeah, the Beatles. I, good, great tape Great yeah,
0: take. 100%. Great yeah. take. This,
1: it's, it's absurd. The Beatles, the, the Beatles that
2: are not good. Right.
1: But yeah, they're all objectively bad. bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody that listens to us is in a demographic but, that would take exception. By the
1: way. We, now, we, we might have started something with the three of us very just in lockstep that the Beatles are overrated. We might have opened a can of worms. That's okay. Joe said. Come
0: after me. I, I'm a man. I, I, I'm 40. This is the most successful solo recording artist in the history of music. Worldwide? Yeah, solo. Yeah, because the Beatles are one. So, yes, worldwide. But, but you said Domestic. Sales. Domestic yes, me- is
2: not worldwide. Domestic is uh, United States.
0: God, save me, Chris, on that.
1: Draft dudes do math. Save.
0: He's not going to say it's
1: staying in, Joseph. It's staying in.
2: <laughs> That's going to do it for us today on the show. We'll do continued research on or Garth Brooks <laughs> standing as a worldwide solo act uh, for tomorrow on the show. Kyle Krebs, Jordan, and Chris Schubert. Thanks to our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the show. Appreciate you guys checking it out. Peace. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for being here for another episode of
1: the Draft Dudes
2: Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at
1: The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.